hello, let us talk about things. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, purple. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's what I'm using for my informal intros now. I mean, it's kind of formalized with the audio, with the music pre preload uh, type stuff that you got going yeah, that on. That sounds pretty pro. Uh, I don't like mixing music if i don't have to so i just usually set it to <laughs> set it and then i'm like all right that's that's the intro clip i'm never touching that again yeah <laughs> i but, can see why so i guess i guess um i don't even know how to intro this one so i'm just gonna start talking uh so this this actually is a special episode uh kind of similar to a behind the scenes but it's not gonna be behind the scenes uh topic it's gonna be actually a kind of a conversation uh, about relationships within Destiny, which I believe the two individuals that I have with us tonight are are pretty excited to talk about. Uh, we have Green Eye Music Lover. Green, how are you doing tonight? Good, good. Just shooting some cabal right now and thinking about all the different weird ships I've seen today on Twitter <laughs> because I made the mistake gonna, of asking I'm people. Gonna, I'm going to ask you about that in just a second. Ooh, okay. I want to hear about that. Yeah, yeah these are... <laughs> These are these are interesting. So, and then yeah. we also have is it is it Moonvald? Is that is it Vald or Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I keep wanting to say <laughs> I keep wanting going I keep wanting my brain keeps wanting to say Vlad. Vlad. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of and, people do that. It's but, actually, I really love it when people do that cuz I think it's funny. Um there are people who continue to do it to this day and I've just never <laughs> corrected them. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um I know Evil Aura did it for a long time. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's it's whatever. It's you can call me like whatever that you want. I'll probably respond to it. Okay, it's not all right. Mean, so, so Vlad. Um, no. Oh my god. No. Uh, so Moon, how are, <laughs> how are you doing tonight? Are you doing? I know you're you're well. You're the same time Green is in, right? You're in Mountain Time. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're, you're you guys you guys are I am. You guys are. Uh, we need to hang out in the past. Yeah. Um. So how are you doing tonight? Oh. Um. You know, I'm doing all right. I got my tea. Um, it's freezing outside, but I'm surviving. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we're dodging. Yeah. We're dodging all the cold weather that you guys are throwing at us right now. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> it's no so, fun. I do not do well in the cold. Anyway, yes. Green. I want to go back to mm -hmm. your question on Twitter. I want to know, just personally, I want to know what the oddest one has been so far. Oh, okay. The two frames. Keep it, Pete. Oh, okay, that's really, which that's frames. It? Like Cotty yeah. and Sweeperbot, or okay? So he mentioned. Let me go back. I gotta thread through Benedict? this a little bit. Oh god, that would be like, funny. That would be so, so funny. Many I know, right? Um, yeah. Pulling it up. It's towards the bottom. What did he say? Oh god, disappeared. Threads. Threads are so long. I think it was our site, and um, it may have been Sweeperbot, but that one was kind of. It wasn't the, I don't know. Some of them are real weird. Petra and Varix was another one that was really weird. I've, which, I know that a lot. That I've seen a that a lot. One. Yeah, I was about to say that one. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Mm. Oh, does it? Yeah. Just because Varix, I don't know. Varix is because he's Elixney? <laughs> no, it's not because he's Elixney. He comes across very, real, no, just pervy. <laughs> Like all the it cartoons, it's all just the because cartoons it's, I've seen are she doesn't, he's on just old and weird. I don't think yeah. he's a pervert. She doesn't like the fact that he sits in the corner and goes, Yes. <laughs> he's there just you go. weird. Leave Varix alone. Oh. I have a feeling that tonight's show is going to push the, uh, the, the line of our this clean, is gonna be really clean rating am... on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I am so like ready for this because i'm used to at least lately with the stuff i've been working on to, like being super 
I guess not really, really professional, but really like on my toes, keep my wits about me. But here, I just feel like I can mm-hmm. we can talk about whatever the we want. So I'm excited. Oh, nope, it was our site and Benedict found it. Oh, that's that really weird. I mean, can frames feel love? Personally, I think our site would probably tear Benedict Your apart. Your audience, but mm, depends on if his reprogramming actually works. But well, yeah. yeah, well, and I mean, I guess that is that actually is a. Moon actually does have a valid question there. Like, Can they feel love? Well, I mean, not yeah. even. I mean, but that also segues into like a conversation about the exos too, right? I mean, in a mm. way, like what <laughs> what Listen. is in Destiny? What is what's the line? Where does the line exist between? Um, I don't want to say sentience necessarily, but like where where is it? Like this is just dumb AI, and this is actually like a person who's capable of an emotional attachment to something. Well. Okay, mm. here's my take on it. Okay. And again, this is coming from somebody who isn't the most versed in like every last lore detail, but the Traveler resurrected members of humanity. Uh-huh. Correct? Yes? Okay. Mm-hmm. So my thinking is that Exos are just as capable of functioning within pretty much every capacity of humanity as, say, organic beings. Mm-hmm. Does that uh, make that's, sense? That's accurate too. I mean, even that's, the non even the non resurrected exos would have the similar. Yeah, well, and I mean, like their sentience is seated mm-hmm. by the deep mm-hmm. stone crypt, whatever. But um, yeah, no, that's how I look at it. And also in Warmind, we got that little bit from Mister Clovis Bray where it's like D-E-R. yeah, <laughs> the fry files, the fry files, where he you know says exos can function like normal human beings. They can blah blah. They can you know. Yeah, I mean, simulate like normal human stuff. So, I mean, if we yeah. ever got Cole on here to talk about exos and their ability to have relationships, mm-hmm. this would definitely not be suitable for um, well, terms of services on iTunes. Well, but, but I mean, you know, to you know be how fair, I know this about Cole is because we play Dungeons and Dest- uh-huh. Dun- <laughs> Destiny together. Uh-huh. Did you talk uh-huh. about this? Oh, I've watched. Oh I've yeah, watched while you guys. Oh were. good. So like. Yeah, no, I I am very familiar with her, with her head theories, and you know what? I agree with most of them, so I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh gosh. Well, yeah, but that, I mean, I mean also they're... to real quick to, on on that concept. I mean, even Cade, Cade as an EXO right. has has relations with pretty much everything. Well, yeah. I mean, the one that's called out the most, and we can just kind of dive into it is Petra. The one. right, but I mean, Cade also has had relationships with frames. Like there, there was Has that he? little yeah, there was that little tidbit back what, in Destiny One, like romantic relationships. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I'll, really? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to me, dig. I it. never heard about that. Right, I'll, I'll go dig. I'll go see if I can dig it up. Mm-hmm. There was like, can it, I just like just say like this right now? I said this on Twitter thing. before. I'm not the biggest Cade fan. That's don't fine. come for me, but like, I am. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's fine. Like, there's like, okay, there's Aldrin fans. There's Cade fans. I'm so neutral. I am so neutral about Aldrin. Like, I, I don't like or hate older and i'm just like okay it's older and like okay cool I mean, same with mara like i just i don't know oh i, I know. i'm pretty biased on both of those fronts so oh yeah i mean I, that's fair and like i'm not saying people can't like or dislike right. whatever they want to I just when people get weird about it i'm like oh yeah man i don't have time for that <laughs> right I'm, even as somebody who's like really invested in character writing and storytelling and the way you know that whole thing functions i just Man, I I don't have time or mental energy when people are arguing 
definitely that sort of stuff so Definitely. So what makes you happy and all right, So, all right. So here, here it is. You ready? Yeah. Cade in so a frame. Cade, Cade in a friend. It's, it's mentioned. It's mentioned in Splendor two point six or twenty six. Okay. It's two six. It's about the third or fourth from the bottom. Let me pull it over. I can actually read it while I'm looking at my microphone. Uh, <clears throat> it's van- records of records of the Vanguard OS sixteen eight. Uh, it's basically talking about uh, Shirazi and the research that's being done. I believe this was the Yellow Mites, and it's oh. Zavala, it's it's this conversation. It's right after we learn that Zavala purrs when he's reading poetry excuse me i didn't know that also, either which is also something an with the tiger man he's just amazing Zavala, mm. like he gets so antsy about it um yeah because ikora's like i Wait, am not Zavala as fond oh yeah no Zavala. ikora says ikora oh, okay. says i am not as fond of poetry as Zavala, but i do appreciate the historical insight and kate or kate had said i imagine the two of you pur- purring with happiness over that and Zavala's response is i did not purr Purr is purring is not something I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the next record is um, is again that's the the three of them. And Kate says uh, so. They're talking about Bray. No Shirazi. No wait. I can't remember. I can't remember if they're talking about Bray or Shirazi. But anyways, Zavala makes a comment about how they wish that they the Bray was there with them. And Kate's like, yeah, she should be here, frantically apologizing. And Ikora says, as she should be, to which Kate responds, do I detect some jealousy, Ikora? Are her investigations so much more fruitful than yours? Or is it that she's created a puzzle you can't solve? And Ikora responds with, none of the above. Kate's response, it can't be that civilian in the hospital, because that's the other thing. uh, Ikora is having relations with civilians who are in the owl sector. She, mm-hmm. she has right. the thing going on with, I think that was, it wasn't, I don't think it was Raymond. I can't remember, but anyways, he had gotten sick with the mites. And so she, he got, uh, he's in a coma at this point. And so Cade says, it can't be that civilian, civilian in the hospital wing. Can it? <laughs> Zavala, Cade. Cade's like, I'm just funning. I'm just funning Zavala. To which Zavala responds, do you want her to bring up that frame of yours? Because she will. Oh my Kate, god. Cage's response is close the records ghost. Thanks. <laughs> wow. Cade you're f- creepy and weird, dude. What's your what's your damage, Cade? I mean, there's a lot of damage to unpack in that one. But oh, hey man. What other relationships have Cade has Cade had cuz he had Well, like, he loved Maya mm-hmm. Maya Sunderish, right? right. Like he mm-hmm. he was in love right. with her even though she she was not and yeah no, no. she and had then, she had a lady yeah there so was a whole triangle going on with there but there wasn't really Maya, a triangle it was more of yeah. Kate just watching because you know Kate just like chin hands just <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's so beautiful definitely and then yeah. there was the Petra Cade thing that came out was that ever was that actually ever confirmed or was it just it was no. it was implied I know it I know it ever. was implied but like it they never actually. Like no, confirmed anything. No one, like there was there was definitely no. friendliness going on with the the communication. Yes. Okay, and uh, like you can interpret it as there was something I... that happened, or you can interpret it as they were buddy buddy because they got each other, they understood each other. That's how I like to interpret it. I yeah. guess you know because I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm going to say that a lot during this because like I like to not be responsible for my opinions, but um. 
As you do. I, I, I feel that Cade and Petra had a very platonic relationship, but that's just how it read to me. Well, and, and again, I can see, I can definitely see both sides on it because that's why I was asking yeah. this. Because when I read, when I read the like excerpts of the letters, I definitely did not get like any of the the shipping that was going on with them like mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't mm-hmm. see that at all i was like oh it's just kate because kate flirts with everybody like i mean and everything to, and everything right i mean like you know he he kind of that's just his demeanor that's his personality and petra she doesn't really she doesn't flirt in the in the same way but she definitely does have a playful nature to her that yeah you see exactly more i feel like so. they both have like that adventurous like hunter-esque sort of right yeah just and and so like I never I never caught it, to them. and then yeah. I can't remember there was there there was just like there was one piece that I was like oh wait maybe like there I can't remember what exactly it was but like even in the in the cutscene which was absolutely hilarious with mm. him falling down to the bottom wrecking balls <laughs> that's all I hear now because of that stupid edit that somebody did. <laughs> that's up there oh you want to you want to oh talk God. about an edit that's ruined well not ruined but made a game better is this one that's going around with mr x from resident evil where they put dmx over it oh my god oh no i die it's like two minutes of just me rolling on the floor laughing <laughs> but the that like that scene where he like he's falling down and he kind of does the salute to her and she goes mm-hmm. what the fuck yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah me too girl me too. <laughs> it's like, but I, I okay. God. I was just, I was curious if they actually had like that had actually been confirmed, or if that was just everyone no. implying. It's a lot of just people really wishing for it to happen. I've never seen a dev confirm it. I've never seen it confirmed in any real way in the lore. I mean, we've had more confirmation about Hawthorne's sexuality than Petra's, to be honest. So she's gay. Yes, mm. or at least <laughs> by, at least by, yeah. At least by. At <laughs> least. Or at least that grandmother I mean, thinks so. I'm at least uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the least the grandmother. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> requirement here. I mean, the grandmother by. is definitely yeah. like, hey, you're still single. Mm-hmm. My do- my <laughs> yeah. granddaughter is too. You should come in. Simon. I love that. I love <laughs> that, like, Lord, I'm so like, good. oh my God. <laughs> I mean, all of the lore that came out during Dawning about Hawthorne, Hawthorne, Devrim, and Mark, that was like the sweetest thing I've seen in lore in a long mm-hmm. time just the fact that hawthorne was orphaned and devram and mark took her in so yeah. those lines about devram basically that, bailing her out of all those things is legit she was dad well that and mm-hmm. i mean legitimately too like they bailed her out of some serious stuff because that was the whole scene the best scene where she with punch, her punched punches. and that was when he was a faction leader so he was yeah, the Hideo. faction leader at the oh, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, she sucker punched him in the face. And Mark, I mean, he deserved it. Oh yeah, no, no, good I'm, for I'm, her. Yeah, I'm not arguing, and neither did Mark or Devrim apparently. Yeah, but like Mark apparently has enough political clout to keep him at bay. Like Which that is was amazing. that was pretty impressive. Like if you think, because New Monarchy is very heavily involved in city functionings, and so to actually keep a faction leader at kind of the door waiting for a couple of days while they, you know, while they are getting uh, Hawthorne out of the city. Like I, that's actually, I mean, that's a pretty big comment on how much political clout Mark had doing mm-hmm. whatever, whatever he was doing. Which do we know what he does now? Uh-uh. Or is he uh, just not that, not that I've been able to find out. Like, I mean, we've had comment, like he sent, he, he sends Devram T 
Yes. We do know he's alive, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's back in the city. We know he's in the city because Devrim made a makes a comment about uh, wanting to visit. And then there's also like this the the dawning piece where we actually see um, their house, and then they because they were the ones that actually kind of. I mean, they really guided Hawthorne for a large mm-hmm. part of everything. They put her in contact with the farm, it kind of seems like. Uh, they have, I mean, Devram's definitely still heavily involved with her her day-to-day stuff. I mean, I'd almost right. say Devram's probably out in the wilds because of Hawthorne than anything else. Let's see here. Well, it's, who's another one? Anna and Cameron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got I to see them in the comic. Yeah. Yes. And I know a lot of people get really salty about the comic in general, like not necessarily specifically dealing with Anna and Cameron, but it's such I a just, good comic. In I what way? Heard. How do people? I, I haven't oh, experienced the, the, It's There's a lore thing that people get up in arms about when it comes oh. to the comic. It's, it's nitpicking. It's really not a, it is nitpicking. It's, and it's nitpicky. Really not oh, okay. Well. So it's not like a real big whatever. issue or anything. But Did we ever get confirmation um, that Cameron was still alive at the end? I can't remember. She, it, I think so. Yeah, I, it appears that she is. That's the way I read it as well. Because wasn't wasn't she in the bay, the medical bay? Uh huh. Okay, and I am Rasputin remembering that correctly. Is, yeah. So, like the image that you get is she's not there, and at the end, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah, and it's been a while Rasputin since I has it. like worked on like worked on her or did something to help. Which I mean, with whatever was going on. I want to talk about mm-hmm. a, a loose thread that can be yanked on by storytellers later down the road. Mm. Yeah, God, I hope not. That would be so, like, scary. Like, awkward and scary. Like, imagine Rasputin essentially being... Yeah, it's true, but, like, Rasputin essentially is being the partner to his creator, linguist. That's just... uh, That hurts my brain a little bit. I mean, not to dive down that rabbit hole a little bit, but to be fair, he he is researching a alternative to guardians right right i mean that's true uh i don't want to think about that (laughs) sorry this is where i get interested coming off as like super belligerent either i'm sorry no no no. uh uh, yeah i was about to say yeah this is the one i want to hear because we got it we got a ton of information Mm -hmm. about them i love them Mm -hmm. and i love the dynamic between them because it really shows the depth of character, especially with Wayne. Like Ariana, we actually didn't get a lot of information about Ariana's personality. Like we got a bit, but Wayne was the one that they really yeah dove they into. Her out quite and a bit. Fl- I mean, like she is she's a the the stereotypical like Titan, but at the same oh, time, God, then it. but then at the same time, she is extremely gentle when it comes mm-hmm. to Ariana, and I love that dichotomy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry, my heart is like uh, the, best, the fighting lion entry is the the best one where she's yeah. like she's her ghost is like hmm did you did you say that to Ariana and she's like I don't I hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is that the main card that we got with her or was uh, it was, the Ahamkara was... grasped too because there was one where Ariana was literally just punching things forever. no no that's Waining Waining was punching the wall oh, yeah 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 the Wei-Ning mountain. And I think that was yes. the fighting lion one because that's the one where her ghost kind of does like I I it's not spe- specifically said, but I cannot help but see her ghost as being like a little snarkily over her shoulder, kind of quipping mean... quipping at her. Um, 
because she makes the comment about like, oh God, I don't have it pulled up, but she made a comment about like machines or something, something. And, and the ghost is like, oh, really? Is that what you say about Ariana? <laughs> she's like, I'm, mm. I'm. <laughs> can't get me in trouble kind of thing. <laughs> like anyone who's in a serious relationship knows how that, that entire thing goes. It's like, I didn't know. Uh. What about our oldest couple that we know about? We've got Maya and Shioma, or Maya and Shioma. Shioma, yeah. Back from D1. Like, a lot of these couples we didn't find out about until D2, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like, Anna and Cameron, Devram and Mark, um, Waning oh. and Ariana we knew about, but it was was it ever confirmed in D1? Do you Wait, remember, Blue? No, it was, ne- it was never spe- specifically confirmed. Like, we know that Waining was really close, but so was Sai and Ariana. Right. Sai Moda Sai, was uh, also. Sai Moda, yeah. And uh, Eris, well, was, yeah. Eris was intimately, like, intimately close with all, all of them because they were all a fire team. And yeah, so, exactly. like, until D2, we never got the sense that Waining was actually, that there was more. Like, there was, there was never any, like, I, I can't remember any hints at all. Right. Um, I wouldn't know. That's, but like, but yeah. but Maya, we had the, the journal excerpts from Maya. I was about to say Maya right? and Shioma we D- knew back in D one. Yep, I yep. Think, those yeah. were the ghost yeah. fragment vex, mm-hmm. and that's very explicit. Like, yeah, like yeah, I think they, Maya they calls, call a wife. Yeah, exactly. So that's that was confirmed from. I'm trying, like, to, I'm trying to think if we had. I'm trying to think if we had any other known. I mean, we had. <laughs> we had Ikora like later in D one. We had the, the information that dropped about Ikora and the Owl Sector civilian, right? And Cade mm-hmm. in the frame. Yeah, well, yeah, and Cade and his little apparent doubt. Like, whatever is, that is, I hate oh that. Gosh, that that's it's I'm so sorry, funny. Just, like, it's so funny. Me out. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Cade. What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> Frames can have feelings too, apparently. Can they? I mean, Kate well, sure, sure so, thinks the thing. So, so Kate has a bit of a history with frames in general because if you remember from- I don't want to know. Well, no. If you remember in D1, <laughs> he constantly was trying- So remember we had used to have the Vanguard Quartermaster in the tower? Cade uh, was con- yeah. Cade was constantly trying to trick him into smuggling stuff and giving him mm-hmm. stuff that wasn't supposed yeah. to be given to him. That was like half the antics that Cade was doing in the hangar bay was him trying to get the uh, the- gun or the the uh, quartermaster to give him stuff like right so it's not that's not un, un like it's not weird that kate has got something going on with frames like he's he's constantly trying to trick them and do stuff does amanda have any history with anybody like is she i'm not, trying to think like not, i was trying to think of no, if she did or not not like so. not like romantically not uh, romantically mostly because all the guardians pretty much raised her like, yeah to be fair like, there's so much Zavala, older like kate is like kate her, was yeah. yeah like her older brother slash dad like exactly. i mean there, there's kind yeah. of a there's that that relationship kind of bounce like bounces between those two zavala like because she spoke she speaks about when she first met zavala how how scared she was of him and then right. she likes her comments like and then i realized that he really is much scarier than he seems like and she's mm-hmm. like i don't but then like in d2 you see you know you kind of get the sense of the, like the the actual camaraderie between the two of them and then the fatherly um, figure type oh aspect. yeah she she gets so snarky cool. with him like it's so great she's like i don't have time and to I mean, be like, your personal your personal butler <laughs> yeah like we're we're talking you know we talked a lot about 
romantic relationships, like, you know, with everybody, all the couples we have. But like that's an important type of relationship too, is the, right. the, the family camaraderie and the, the found family thing, dude. That is like oh, that hits me where I live. I don't know what it is about that, but that just that just gets me right in the feels, you know? And if you want to talk about love and bonds and stuff like that, yeah, that's that's equally as important. Right. In my opinion. Well, at least. Amanda, Amanda is a good one opinion. for that too. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. of the chaperone. You know, I mean, that mm-hmm. entire story. I mean, and Eva as well. Both Eva and Amanda. Ada. Ada. Or Ada, Ada. Mm. Well, yeah, I was thinking D1. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Ada, that right. was another one that was that was a definite punch in the gut for oh, yeah. for story-wise. I mean, Eva's not much life. better, to be fair. No. The fact that Eva, yeah, the fact that Eva is able to get up in the morning with a smile on her face, much less do everything yeah. else she does, is very impressive. Who else She's the strongest like character in D two. Props to her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a um, lot of them had to live through so much different, so many different things. We talked about Hawthorne yeah. and Devram and them. There's uh, a lot of the Awoken that we learned about, like especially after the mm-hmm. schism between the Earthborn and the Reefborn. Uh, Emrita mm-hmm. was one of them. The yeah. Emrita and I just blanked on her partner, but like they were, uh, Emrita decides Emrita? to, re- Emrita decides to return to the reef and her partner decides to stay with the earth. And there's like, really? where's that yeah. lore at? I have not uh, seen that one. Um, Emrita for the people who second. may not know, uh, Emrita is the Corsair that you saw actually this week, which is week one of the curse. She's the one who gets shot. It's on the during tiger spike. the mission. It's on Tiger Spite. Yeah, really. Uh, Kazia, pull it I'm gonna, over. I'll, I can, I can, I can pull it up. I can read it. I have it, or you can read cool. it. That's fine. I you, don't care. I don't. Whatever. <gasps> Flip a coin. Uh, I win. All right. What else can we do but take up arms? Uh, Corsair Amrita Vey. Kaiza watches as Amrita tears through their little cobbled together home. She's ripping it apart, trying to put it into a backpack. Hurry, she's saying. It's finally happening. Kaiza watches, but all she sees are the walls they built with their own hands, the tiny garden they coaxed out of the parched earth, the mountains on the horizon so unlike any in the reef, the salvage they transform from left-behind scraps into beloved possessions. She watches, but all she thinks of is the before and the after. She's starting to realize that she stopped longing for the before years ago. It's clear now that Amrita has been dreaming every day. When Kaiza speaks, it takes all of her courage. What about our life here? Amrita reels. What life? She says thoughtless. This isn't a life, Kaiza. This is waiting, hiding. This is purgatory. The queen's alive. Petra needs us. We have to fight. Of those who go and those who stay, Amrita goes and Kaiza stays alone. Dang. So this wasn't. This I wasn't, did not realize this one. This wasn't after the schism. This was after taking king. Uh, so they must have been okay. on Earth after uh, Mara's quote air quotes death. Um, because this would be right, which would lead directly into what Amrita kind of happens with Amrita in the uh, Dreaming City. Because she's probably mm-hmm. if she's a if she's a Corsair, she would be returning to duty and right. thus thus back into the lines where she gets wounded. But and then that mm-hmm. also explains like Petra needs us. We have to fight. That's her going. That's you know basically her going back into the fray with the Dreaming City. So yeah, this would this would be right after taking. Well, not right after, but right before the whole forsaken events but yeah so kaiza is i guess i always i took that as their their partners Partners of some sort now if they're siblings or not i don't know i definitely didn't get a sibling vibe in that 
I mean, it's you, there's not necessarily a romantic vibe no, either. Right. Yeah. I don't. I mean, like the beloved positions. I don't know. There's. But right. anyways. But anyways. Yeah. That's the one that I was saying. So like Kaiza and Rita, they split their ways. Kaiza stays on Earth. And Rita goes back. And then that whole obviously we mentioned what happens with her. Dang. But there's. Uh, <clears> what about excuse me, Mara a, and. Sure. 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 Jure. Behemoth of an archer. Bow lady. The amazingly strong and apparently snarky woman who is mm-hmm. like my spirit animal. <laughs> She's, I love the much, lore with much, her. Much larger, but... Yes, hey now. <laughs> Don't pick on me because I'm short. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. I think I think the cool thing with uh, that entire that that particular relationship is you see it really go from one extreme to the other. Because I mean, sure was originally a paladin that was out for Mara's blood, and then right through a series of really interesting events, gets outsmarted by Aldrin, and ultimately becomes I mean, becomes her lover and like die. I mean, almost it almost seems like she is she dies for her. I know she mm-hmm. doesn't really, but it, it kind of, I mean, like she right. definitely is willing to, which is a drastic shift from what she, you know, she was originally going to kill Mara because of uh, her perception of Mara having killed her, the, uh, I just blanked on what, what they called her, the, the puppet that they set up in, in the civil war. Marionette? No. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. Is- well. Mara's marionette, but the uh, the right. Dispora, no, it wasn't Dispora. But anyways, she thought that Mara had killed her, uh, which we never got confirmation of either way. But anyway, but she, when she confronted Mara in the palace, she freaked out everybody because <laughs> the Jensen scribes right. were like, oh no, she's a terror. Like, you need to get out <laughs> now. They all ran away. Um, but when she went to confront Mara, she had like a complete change of heart. And I feel like I love the way that they... They explain that change of demeanor with her. Mm, yeah. And then you've got the other infamous Mara, quote unquote, relationship, Mara Shax. <laughs> the yeah, one I'm that. Telling you, oh, Mara is the bicon we all deserve. <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah. Mara is, Mara is Mara. We'll just say that. I love her. Um, the last, did you see the Crimson Days in, uh, lore that came up, though, that basically... Yes. Shax is like, I'm going to marry somebody <laughs> Shax, they do this. Yeah. There's so, I'm there's like, like, there's a number of different ways, and Green, I was kinda, we kind of talked about this. There's a couple different like, ways you can take that card, though, too, right? Right. It depends on, mm-hmm. it depends on, so it depends on how you read the presence of weapons and the presence of, like, the quote air quote the guardian within the destiny universe and this is this is a common problem with that i have with a lot of mmos is oh yeah there's only like theoretically in this world there is only one of x but then how do you explain how you are supposed to be the good one (laughs) yeah i mean right it's like you killed oryx okay but so did the person standing next to me but in my like in that yeah. shared world, well, how does that how does that work? Yeah. Because Shax's statement could mean uh, he's going to be polyamorous and marry everybody, or it could be literally whoever wins this bow. You know, in that in that shared world instance, that is Shax's partner. 
if you actually like do, I'm trying to think if it's, if it's 50 kills or 40 kills or something like that, there's a voice line that got added fairly recently where Shax is like making you a present, essentially. <laughs> uh, he's, For you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's he's, the 30. Like, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so excited and it's like almost tearful the way it sounds like he's just like so proud i so love shax you can it, tell yeah. shax as a character has just a giant heart and well and actually now that oh, i'm reading this i think it is plural because he says to those of you who win this bow mm-hmm. i mean shax has been very i just want to know like what comes after that <laughs> it's like, amazing do you think like do you know archite is still like i love the fact that archite's like uh okay <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah um can we also talk about um aldrin and uh Jolan? jolion yeah. yeah that one That's is interesting to it's me kind of, like it's got a bromance feel to it to me i say i told i yeah i don't know i don't, I, I, I take it i, I actually it romantically here here's one that's fun for you i've seen that ship start up within this week there's somebody shipping that on Twitter. Really? Oh, interesting. Yeah, there are two RP accounts, a, jo- a oh, Joylon okay. and and I mean, I guess, uh, Aldrin account that are shipping. I always, I'll be honest. I always read it as compatriots in arms. Like I know, I and it very well could be, but because it's also, of the way it's, the way that he treats Julian at the end before he forgets about him. But the way that yeah. he he views Julian at the at the after they gotten they've gotten back from the Black Garden, um, it just to me it, it struck me as like I mean he was friend he was definitely friends like he definitely was friends definitely brothers in arms but there is there was definitely a segregation between the two of them mm-hmm. in the sense that like Aldrin Aldrin was really honestly kind of always a loner like he he never seemed to. I don't know. Aldrin, I mean, he, Aldrin never seemed to have any need for a relationship with anyone outside of Mara, and that was because he has of, kind of one with Petra, though. You see it in when Petra gets—it's like a brotherly one, though. Right? It's not yeah. like a oh, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Sorry, yeah. Like I thought you meant like thinking, romantic relationship. No, 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 I was like, I was no, like, no, no, I don't no, think so. No, but not, not those two. No, there's a there's a brotherly <laughs> sisterly relationship. Gotcha. No, I don't know. I I guess I just the way the tragedy tragedy mm-hmm. quote unquote was sort of portrayed with Jolion and Aldrin. I something about it just felt very like tragic comet or like a tragic romance like, Romeo and almost, Juliet thing. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet's a really good comparison to, for me at least. And again, it's just it's subjective. I don't know. And right. again, maybe because I'm queer, I I read it that way. I. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, there's you know? that, but there's also like I, I was just seeing it because there was they constantly mentioned how they had seen combat together, and yeah. so that that brother in arms um, bond is often like there. There's something to be said with you know those who have served together. You see this a lot with like uh, brothers yeah. in arms and uh, uh, the the military movies. Basically, I, I know that's mm-hmm. a gross right. over simplification. You, my question to you is. Why not both? Oh no, I mean, no! I mean, <laughs> in, in entirely. I mean, the Spartans didn't seem yeah. to have a problem we with need it to either. Hang out but, alone. but um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> you and I are the same wavelength a lot of the times. I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that one is an interesting one. Um, not very, very rare in the lore, though. Like, you don't get a whole lot about those two. 
mm-hmm. most you get about Joelon mm-hmm. is the whole thing with the was it the Reverie Dawn gear where we got a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, got, there was some. Yeah, he, there were some I mean, cards was, too. There wasn't was there? within the Forsaken Prince uh, length of the chain, yes. like the entire the entire first half of the the Forsaken Prince. Julian is very heavily present, and then in uh, part one of free you get and he's not, he's not called out by name but that he shows up he is one of the uh he is one of the awoken who is escorting the captured Aldrin back into the prison uh, which is sad well, so the, sad the terrible mm-hmm. thing is Aldrin doesn't even recognize him but he recognizes right, yeah. Aldrin and Aldrin calls out that he he picks up that Julian seems to want something from him but he has no idea who he is like he I mean yeah. at that point Riven's totally corrupted his brain at that point but so like Julian was very heavily present present in that part and then yeah he was also um he was also uh in the I don't know if it was the Reverie Dawn but it was the the one where um Joxer gets the arm or gets mm-hmm. the weapons mm-hmm. yeah because he's a weapons master yeah well Julian Julian's also the one who made Lord of Wolves right so I mean, like he's he's a master tinkerer, and he's a I mean he is a scout. But like that's the thing is like because of that, he is subservient to the queen. And you know, he, even though he's a crow and he does follow Aldrin, if the queen asks him, he won't hold. He won't. That was the that was the point where they kind of fell apart in the Forsaken Prince was when Aldrin realized that Julian had no problem not having any secrets like that. He right. was just like. No, I don't. That's not my job. My job is to scout. Yeah. Can I just say, as just a very general thing, how much I appreciate that there's representation of yes. so many types of relationships in this game? Oh, yes. I was going to say that, too. I <laughs> I always feel kind of like out of place talking about it because I don't really feel like I have a platform for it. But again, like, as somebody who's a member of the LGBT community. As I am as well. It's important. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, yeah. Like, it is, you're right. It's so very important, so very appreciated. And it comes from, too, like, the writers at Bungie are also, you know, like, there you are, can tell. Yeah, there are, yeah, there's, like, a few that are confirmed and have partners and whatnot. But um, the thing that I like about the way they write it, though, is they're not they're not making a big deal of it. And that's exactly. something I've yeah. always appreciated. It's just like, it's, it's just a relationship. It's and, and it feels, it all of it feels natural, regardless right. of, you know, what the dynamic is. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's like, where under the spectrum they're falling. It's, it's, it's all, it's very natural and very organic. And that is something I appreciate. And it, but it, it's still, it's still really nice to see. Yeah. Right. At the same time, like it still feels really good to be like, oh, okay, you know, they have real life problems just like anybody else does. It's not glorified. It's not a huge tragedy. It's Mm -hmm. just it's real to the. It's on par with like everybody else. Yeah, it really is the story. But that's my my platform to two minute worth platform of like LGBT is important, guys. And yes, (laughs) yes, I I try not to help on that that pedestal very often yeah but you know. well, i mean it's it's like again there's it's hard because there's like really no platform for it and mm. but it's the game is nice where they allow us to do that yeah yeah they allow exactly. us to see those kind of relationships uh what about the familiar relationship between mara and aldrin i mean i, I think <sighs> yeah. it makes a ton of sense mm-hmm. uh, mara's 
And the cool, the the thing, the cool, I guess the interesting thing, the intriguing with Aldrin's relationship with Mara is that Aldrin is constantly trying, he, he falls into the stereotypical uh, weaker sibling role where he really wants to be outside of the shadow of Mara, but at the same time, he's absolutely petrified of being outside of the shadow. Like he can't, yeah. he can't exist without Mara, which you see in the unraveling of him after Mara's. Yeah, you know, his agency just doesn't exist without. Well, her. and right. he finally, when he does finally, like when his when his reality finally does just shatter, uh, he goes back to the Dreaming City and he confronts the uh, the Tetuans. Mm-hmm. and he, I mean, like he when he confronts them, he flat out says, you know, his 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 paradigm his world has become the fact that the awoken are merely pawns on the board for mara and Mm -hmm. as far as he's concerned they all should die and that's the thing is like for for aldrin he literally has existed with mara being over him and and mara mara is also like uh oh god i just blanked on her mom's name Um, osana 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 calls this out like multiple times within the the Awoken uh, or the Mara Senna. You know, she she threatens Mara quite often to stop abusing the relationship that Aldrin has. Using with her, her brother. Because she yeah. I mean she does. Mara uses that's that's Mara's you know, Mara's personality is the the mastermind, the 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 architect behind the scenes. And that's what definitely as I think makes her so intriguing, makes her so contentious of a character to some people. Um, mm-hmm. because you don't, she's always thinking, you know, three steps ahead. And that character is usually the one that a lot of people have problems with in, in stories because it, it always, whenever something gets snarkily done conveniently, it's always usually that character who's orchestrating it somehow. Um, and I can, I can see frustration if you don't really follow what Mara has been like. I mean, there's been hints of what everything she's done really in the game. If you look back. Mm-hmm. And but I I do see I can see that a lot of people are also like Mara's not to be trusted. She she manipulates everybody, and I mean she really does. There has not been a character that in some way or fashion she has not manipulated. Mm-hmm. And Aldrin Aldrin just is like right at the center, which makes the development for Aldrin this recent development. It's going to be very interesting. I think how that is going to play out yeah like how much is he gonna remember oh he won't remember anything if if they i mean if 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 they keep with the lore if they keep with the consistency that i mean and i think that's gonna be the thing right is because we saw that kind of happen with savin when they Mm -hmm. first came back they brought savin back and they're like who like what do you mean your name's savin your name's like i think it was like cow or something like that and like he just completely yeah he completely has no recollection of any of his family, of his daughter, of any of them. Because he was a like a not a meteorologist, but he worked with weather he was, patterns. And yeah, like he the, was. He, he went the, to the Gobi he, Desert to try to help with the drought there. And got a refrigerator dropped on him. Um, yeah. <laughs> which what I a love, way to go! I love I love the fact that the ghost had the minor heart attack because he thought he awoke of vandal. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be amazing. But like I mean yeah I think the the drama that that's going to cause with Mara because it's going to because Aldrin's not going to have any baggage like he's yeah. going to he's going to walk into a situation and Aldrin's Aldrin as a guardian is going to be a very interesting character to follow because mm-hmm. he is going to be he's going to be on it. thin ice with everybody 
Right. Um, but I'm like, when are we going to see that? Because he, we've known about Aldrin being a guardian for what now over almost two months because that dropped in December. Has it been it dropped long? in December. It was with Black Armory, yeah. I, I mean, there's there's a lot of there, there's a lot of theories about like, what we're gonna see with you know. Obviously, we don't have any inkling of really what, but there's I know there's tons of of callouts to like possibly seeing you know him in in on Earth and some of the scenes from way 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 back where uh, he's in old Chicago and stuff like that. There's there's a lot of theories that are swirling, but that's all they are right now. Right. They're just you know theory, but I'm I'll be I I the two people that I am most interested to see react to Aldred is our guardian, which we kind of saw, and then Mara, which technically speaking, both yeah. those figures have a heads up that Aldred's back because right. of the um, the Mara knew Oracle we found the engine. yeah well we also found the clip of Aldrin in Mara's throne room right that's what I mean is like so she had. Because, like, that was the week that Mara wasn't there, right? Yes. She was absent, which, I mean, that begs the question, too, is, like, how long ago was that clip from? You know, it's, is is she not there because she's hunting her brother now? Or, you know, what, what was going on? And, I mean, those, right. th- but that's, that's the, that those two, or those three people, their, their interactions, I am really interested in seeing because I yeah. think there's going to be some awesome storytelling options there. I definitely think so. What's really interesting to me is how the community is sort of responding to this. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the whole deal with Forsaken was, is what you're doing really morally right? Like, <laughs> is this right? Is this good? Are you sure you're the good guy? Right. And to have Aldrin come back in this way. And, you know, there's the people who are going to react. Well, I'm going to kill him again. Blah, 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 blah. But it's like, how accountable is he? How, how much does he really know? Well, how, like, I mean, how accountable are any guardians? Exactly. For what they did in their past life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it stands to reason that, like, literally they have no recollection. But well, I, that, like I, mean, that, that's a, that's a I like that Bungie point. is challenging us. Right. right. I was going to say, that's um, a great question in general, too, is if you, yeah. can't, if you legitimately, even reality, if you legitimately mm-hmm. have no memory of an event, are you still culpable for that event? I mean, you know, like, there's... Legally there's, in a court of law, there's a right. there's an answer no, no. to that, but right, and there's there is, but I mean, but like for I'm something, talking for like something morally like this, or ethically, right on this like, on this scale, and it, it, again, it's just so interesting to me to see how people have reacted to that and like how like how willing they zoom out and kind of look at it from a different perspective, mm-hmm. because I mean, I was never on board <laughs> with the whole. Get Aldrin, let's get revenge, 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 revenge story. This is what I want. This is like my only goal, blah, blah, blah. Like that never really, I guess. Neither was Blue either. (laughs) I I had a huge problem with it, which they redeemed redeemed with the letters from the Renegade, actually, to a degree. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But like my point is, I don't know. I, I just like how Bungie's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure you're the good guy? And even that thing with your ghost where it's like, sometimes like you go overboard and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> like I like that. I don't know. It's, I just think people should like try to think about that more and not just be like, like I'm, you know, going to go full cowboy, just well, and the, the out fun for thing revenge, there. one track mind sort of like, just try to look at it. Well, and the fun thing there is even in the end angle. of the, even in the end of the Forsaken campaign, right? We well, yeah. don't know we who actually don't know shot. For sure if it was your guardian or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was and it was it us or was it Petra? 
That's Which an interesting relationship are, too, so. to be honest. I mean, I the Petra Aldrin relationship, the it's almost not quite brotherly, but he the whole scene with her getting coronated or uh, however you want to say it whenever oh, she yeah. was Honored. deemed a wrath. Yeah, he's the one who hands her the knife, like the knife that she uses. Wasn't he the one that escorted her down there? Yeah, he escorted her up the up the elevator. Because, like, that was, mm-hmm. like, the whole thing was, like, he, he was with her the entire time, kind of, was the feeling I got. And, Him and one of the Tekyuns. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, and, the, and both of those kind of, I mean, it, it feels like both of those kind of make sense because she, because of her history. Right. Because mm-hmm. Petra's sister died pretty, mm-hmm. well, I don't. We don't know exactly when she died as far was, as how old Petra was. Oh, yeah. Like, we don't know how old Petra was, but it was during the Refors, which was why yes. the whole drama with um, her leaving from the being a Tetuan, because she was supposed to be she was supposed to be a Tetuan. Yeah. She doesn't have any of the the um, UTAC augments, though. Or at least, she does she? Make, she can make that knife hover. Right. But does she actually she doesn't have any of the the headgear. Oh no, she doesn't. She doesn't have the. She doesn't have any of the bangles that we can see. Though I mean, technically, I I've said this before, but I don't know if you like. We don't know what the eye patch is. Like, oh gosh, just because she's wearing an eye patch doesn't mean she doesn't have an eye. That was a very common. That's a very common thing, even within pirates. They would use that for um, sudden changes in brightness. That makes me rethink a lot about things with her. Oh yeah, like I mean, honest. if her if her eye patch is actually a HUD, be so weird. I mean, it would it would make. I mean, the the, the reason it, the reason it comes to mind for me is because of how heavily they rely on pirate like terminology and pirate uh, like uh, not mythology, mythos? but yeah, like the mythos basically mm-hmm. of that for the corsairs, especially like the corsairs mm-hmm. are pirates. That's what they are, even when they were on the distributary. Bleh. but like that was that, that's Harry. where they yeah that one even though they were i mean that was the thing was like it was the corsairs which were the mercenaries and then the paladins who were kind of corsairs that had been like sworn allegiance to and that's that's where the division kind of happened and so like you have like the corsairs who are actively called out as being pirates and and pillaging other ships and so then you have Tet- or petra with the eye patch and the, the knife and it's just yeah there's there's a couple this my might thing have, is, though, this like, might have been she, on my mind before. Wasn't she one of the Corsairs for at least for a little while? Yes. Like sh- she, she got the training, or she was in the training for to become a Tekian. But the, when then, sister died, yeah. Well, and she, it wasn't just her sister; there, it was like everybody, right? It was yeah, because that was the Amethyst strike, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, where they, everybody they, just got wrecked. Yeah, they they slaughtered everybody, and that and it was one of the barons. Stupid yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was, uh, it wasn't Picus. I can't remember. I think it was, I, I think it was one of the female. Baron. It was the bomber. I thought it was the mad bomber that did it. Cause oh, it was, was it? the amethyst. Amethyst was the location where they did a lot of the mining. Yes. And it was also the library. Mm-hmm. So but, much lore. Yeah. So she, so she dropped out, she dropped out of being the Tetchen and then I, I kind of got the feeling that I don't, I can't remember if this was explicitly said or not, but I got the feeling that she became a Corsair or she joined, mm-hmm. she basically joined the Armada, the, the, uh, the Navy or whatever. Armada. Uh, Armada. And then I kind of got the feeling that she got promoted up through there. And then she, uh, 
she was the one who discovered the body of Shur, which is where that whole connection comes in. The other thing, like the relationship between Mara and Petra. Petra, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. also an interesting one. Um, There's never any implied like relationship like Shur and Mara had. Uh, A lot of people like to think there is, just... There's a lot of people who like to think that Mara and Petra are a thing, but I think if anything, it's Petra. If if anything, like her attention was on Mara in that way, maybe somehow, but it was never reciprocated by Mara. Never, I agree. I agree a hundred percent to that. Like there Um, may have been something unrequited there, but I I don't know. There's admiration. That's what I read because in that same card with Aldrin and Mm -hmm. Petra getting the wrathdom essentially mm-hmm. she's in awe of everything happening because that this happens like right after um was it house of wolves essentially like yeah. house of wolves she's yeah. she's the corsair in the tower right she's the one who is the bounty person between us and the reef <laughs> or the go-to person between us and the reef and that's because she got banished essentially <laughs> because she freaking made a bad call on the field with aldrin and aldrin blew up was it two fire teams three, worth? Three fire teams. Three, three fire teams worth of guardians, like ghosts and all. They were just smeared across the pavement. And Tasty. yeah. Which but, was where uh, one of the original theories of the nine came. Oh, really? Like those are the. Yeah. The that was nine. One of, like when we, when we first learned about that particular piece, I remember there is a, there is a couple times where that theory was bouncing around that they could have been, uh, because the there guardians. was three, three fire teams of three, which would be nine. Mm-hmm. that's that was that's that's way back um but the other thing to remember with most of the awoken and mara is that mara is basically their their deity in a way like, yeah they they yeah. view her they view her on the same like so now like, she is though like back th- when she first became queen they didn't have that feeling well the ones that stayed did no, 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 no. In the very in one of the Reef War cards, um, they have trouble calling her queen. Like they don't consider her a deity at that point. Now, granted, she was powerful, but they they're not like there's not a lot of honorific and ceremony going on at that point because oh yeah, one of them gets called out of like you will address her as your queen. Oh, yeah. That was the tech. The the uh, mechanic was like, yeah, yeah. that's not going to happen. And they're like, you address her to the queen. <laughs> Mara's like whatever. I don't. I don't care. It's a, just fix it. Right. Just make it work. Right. But I mean, I mean, it, it definitely like Petra's. I, I guess from Petra's standpoint is what I mean is like I never got like. I mean, I definitely see that attitude being like read that way. But the way mm-hmm. I always kind of took it was more of like literal um, adoration. Yeah, like, I like read a it. Faith, as, there's a, there's, a, yeah, a there's a faithful, fine line there too, right? Oh like, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's yeah. like. Nobody can say for sure. Like, I'm not saying, you know, that's definitely what it is, but, you know, yeah, it's it's just so hard to tell what it could be definitively because, you know. What about our relationships with our ghost and the various types of that? Because we've talked about, like, that's guardians and, like, different NPCs, but what about mm-hmm. our own relationship with our ghost and everybody else and their ghost? Because we've had a lot I of weird Marcus. ones. <sighs> Marcus Wren. And, and Didi. And Didi. Oh yeah. They they I, they get they get cutesy. I think. Well, if you want to talk about relationships, isn't Marcus Ren also a big <laughs> gay? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's he. Yes, he's like Cade. 
If it He's moves, if it He's moves, Marcus will probably be interested in it. He also oh, likes yeah. blowing up things. So, you know. Well, who who is the dude that's like, I don't know a lot about him. Who is the guy that he was like flirting with or something? Was it who, one of the Marcus? sparrow racers? Yeah, it was another sparrow racer, wasn't it? I don't remember. Or like he was trying to impress somebody. I, again, I don't know a whole lot about him. I mean, there there was okay. a couple. I think there's a couple of them that he's done that too. Marcus basically hits on anything that talks to him. It <laughs> seems, but uh, he's valid. Marcus yeah. Ren, you're valid. Marcus Ren is. He's got 50 entries on Ishtar, believe it or not. The guy's <laughs> prolific. Jazz. Um, but back to the thing about ghosts and guardians. I think mm-hmm. that is. It's it's really interesting because that is such a unique dynamic mm-hmm. that. I can't really equate to anything else in any story I've ever read before. Um, because maybe I'm just an uncultured swine, but like <laughs> I'm not very well read. Um, but like, I can't really think of anything to compare that to because like you have a very intimate relationship with your ghost. Like I'd like to believe it's not romantic most of the time. Cause that's just really weird to me. Um, but like, like- like that's that is so incredibly close to you, mm-hmm. it but it also raises the question: like, like, what the hell is a ghost? Like, it's like a the sentience of a ghost, the personhood of a ghost, right? Like, it's a phylactery. It's a horcrux and a phylactery are pretty similar. They are. In some they ways are pretty similar. Okay. Yeah, horcrux like, is a little bit. Isn't that Harry Potter? Yeah, it is. It's the <clears throat> horcrux is essentially hiding your oversoul. Is what a horcrux is. It's yeah. like the little. Well, I mean, like Tolan calls your ghost a little oversoul, doesn't he? Uh huh. Yes. At one point. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's just it's <laughs> it's so interesting to me because I can't think of anything to really describe that relationship. Like Ikora it's... and or not Ikora and her Ikora and her ghost are interesting because <laughs> they don't talk to each other half the time. For um, like Sagira and Osiris's ghosts or Sagira and Osiris. Mm-hmm. They're snarky as heck to each other. I love them. <laughs> that's, well, that's like top tier guardian Sagira, ghost relationship. I love I love that Sagira has like no fear of Osiris. Mm-hmm. Is the other thing. Oh yeah. yeah no she's sassy. Off. She's Who been else? around him for so long too, right? That she's like she's probably just like whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever well, she, old man. She she calls him <laughs> on his nonsense all the time. She does that's the thing. And that's where uh Ikora's ghost, like I love that that whole like he he has the opinion of them being the balancing point, the balancing agent of the Guardian. And Segura's mm-hmm. like, you are absolutely insane. I am not that man's balancing point, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he mm-hmm. like, he's like, but you're the one that calls him out on stuff. And she's like, well, yeah, because no one else will. And he's like, exactly, because you're his balancing point. <laughs> but what about the ghosts that don't have a relationship with their Guardians? But the we un- still see... The unlinked ones? Yeah. Yeah, so like the the ones I'm thinking about are the funny ones with the um the academy. Mm. I'm trying to think of their names, like oh, uh, Obsidian. Oh, I know nothing and, about this. Uh, mm-hmm. Ghost four hundred four. Is it Ghost four hundred four? Yeah, that's Cassi- Cassiopeia. Cassiopeia. It was. It was an because they were doing like the Ghost they were doing for excuse me. Uh huh. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Siva Ghost. Siva Ghost. He, he got his memory. That's eaten. so funny. I've never heard eaten. that before. It's really. It's kind of. It's. In a way, kind of sad, but it's also really funny because it's totally a ghost stories. Great stuff. Um, um, that was from. I was thinking about since this is kind of sorry. Go ahead. Actually, go ahead first. 
I was gonna say that right. was actually Ghost Four or Four was back from Rise of Iron. Uh, that was no, it no. was. Or are you talking about a different one? I'm talking about a different one, but because this one's the one where they were doing the speech at the <gasps> college. Oh, that's the, uh, Peach. That's um. Yes. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I'm the, looking uh, for it right the, now. The, the I do not refer to it as a womb com comment. <laughs> what? Be- yeah, I don't know was anything it about Bal- it. Balthazar. New to me. But I'm looking for it. Yeah, oh it's God. difference of opinion is the name yeah. of it, that and it's amazing. Balthazar and Peach. <laughs> There's a and ghost she, named Peach. Yeah, and uh-huh. she is snarky. Oh, that's as so cute. Oh, she she's is a mess. She is sassy. She's a mess. <laughs> I it's love her. It. Um, God, ghosts and guardians, really cool, really cool, like storytelling devices. There, I think. Again, with that super unique dynamic, and there's so many different ways you can play with it, as we've been mm-hmm. talking about, right? Like, I don't know. It's really interesting to me. Um, what I was going to say, since it's fresh in my mind, is uh, Dredge and Yours Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's the, him, the opposite. How he was right? like, yeah. And how he was like, mm mm, to buy. <laughs> like, this, you are, you are being too f- much. You are too fed up. Just goodbye well, right but like, to be fair though to be fair though the ghost didn't kick him out dredgen well no your, yeah your had to like, threaten well, yeah him. he didn't want to i guess i should say yeah no but the thing is is we have examples of other ghosts actually just refusing mm-hmm. to be with their guardian mm-hmm. just flat out uh, like you cranes. are terrible yeah, yeah cranes um is one of them and where then, it, uh, it, was there's it, another uh, one uh cyril just the not ghost hunter mm-hmm. and then am i making this up or was there a ghost that like didn't revive their guardian? Oh yeah, no, that's what there's... we're talking about. Then ghost yeah. stories. Is that what it was? Okay. Three uh-huh. or four instances of that exactly happening. Okay. Yeah, there no, was, you're right. Because there was one with a warlord. There was one whose yes, guardian went funny. absolutely insane, and it was the Don Quixote, uh, mm-hmm. or Don Quixote story. Quixote. <laughs> Quixote. God, man, it's been a day. Taco it's Bell. Definitely... Taco Bell. Um, and then there is Cyril. Cyril is the one that uh, I'm really, I really want to know more about. To be fair, I, yeah, I remember the one about the warlord vaguely. Yes, but yeah, no, like, like I, again, I'm just so patchy on the lore, and like I know barely anything. But up until the whole thing that Bife did, I didn't know that that was the relationship Yor and his mm. ghost had, where he was like, Yor was like, you know, I'm not who I was before. Mm-hmm. Like you need to give that up, and the ghost is like, "I think there's still hope for you." And then yep. yours like, mm, mm, mm. so that like that there was that like really tragic kind of departure. Rezel's descent them. into madness mm-hmm. was a difficult one, I think, for the ghost to handle. But oh, for sure. I mean, well, there's ghosts. And, yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. The the thing that I find really interesting about that is that the ghost, from what we can tell, have a sort of will. Where they can decide whether or not they mm-hmm. want to stay with their guardian. So it's not a one-sided, you're just going to use this guy to open doors and be your flashlight everywhere because he has to, because he resed you. Like, he has a choice. Yeah. And that makes it even more interesting to me because it's not a, it's not just a... It's, it's an external willpower. Use. It's like, yeah. where does that come from? Like, obviously, they're enacting the traveler's will by, but like, what is that? But what does they? it mean? Dignify. What does that mean? And That's a really is, interesting mm. question. But oh, I mean, I guess the other Lord. question too is like, are they actually acting the traveler's will? 
do they yeah. even know what that is? Because do they, the yeah. thing is, is like, there's a lot of times. Like, what where, is their connection to that, right? Right. And that's, that's the thing is like, there's a lot of times where the ghost even, I mean, even our ghost, right, has moments mm-hmm. where they, he's like, I don't know what's going on. Well, yeah. And I say enacting the Traveler's Will in the simple fact that tra- or the ghost rezzed you with the light because oh, Traveler. Right, okay. Like, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. I mean, right? Like, yeah. beyond that, your ghost doesn't know what the hell is up. Yeah. I, nobody I, does yeah no one does um so yeah that's really interesting to me so what is like where does that come from where does that conscious sentient choice come from and where do like they all have different personalities they have mm-hmm. like just weirdly unique again the word personhood comes to mind but they're not a person <laughs> they're well, a little like yeah. well, but i mean to be fair we don't know like again be. yeah that's that's another good point like you don't know just what a ghost is because you don't know what the traveler is right you know it's inversely so yeah yeah i hear one of the weird theories i've heard about this the orphic yes. egg no, the no no no, not the orphic egg that like... one always comes up um because it's with you <laughs> no i was actually thinking more of the idea you think about how the relationship idea like two souls being split oh, and then yeah, you yeah, have yeah. like the, the couple or whatnot that the souls of the ghost are essentially the other half of your yeah, soul from initially. A, this is like a really, really old theory from the way Socratic back method. in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah, where you're like, oh yeah, no, Plato, Plato, the old it's Greek the, thing where it's yeah, you have your other you're, half you're or whatever. Half, you're torn in half. Yeah. And it's the like literally room. torn in half, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's I've never heard that one before. That one's always what a fun ghosts? one to think about. Well, and that and that is backed up again by the assum- like the understanding that a ghost is uh, able to resurrect one guardian, right? So they're always yes. on the search for but then, for that one okay. guardian. I wasn't clear on this again. I'm I'm so I I, I feel like I have to keep apologizing about lore stuff. No, that I don't, don't have to no, no, this is good. But back to the story of Shin Malfer and uh, mm-hmm. Jaron Ward. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Shin yep. have? Jared's yeah. ghost. <laughs> exactly. That was, that was well, and that's also that's also explained within ghost stories. And yeah, because the child. But... So, and this is this is where you kind of enter into a bit of assumption and a bit of like reading between the lines, if you will, because mm-hmm. if you see, like, it, it depends on how. It, and this is what I mean. It's like this depends. Is the ghost in, intrinsically linked to a single person, which? Yeah. With Shins, it actually begs the situation that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Because what happened is there was a ghost who raised a baby. It was never called mm-hmm. out that this baby was Shin, but the ghost then left. Sorry, I can't. And, I have to stop you for a moment because I like all I can picture is a ghost trying to bottle feed a human well, child. So <laughs> it's yeah, it's uh, it was it was actually so. What happened is in ghost stories, the the child they were running from the fallen. There was a group of human survivors. They were running from the, the fallen, of... and the parent, the the child died while the ghost was there helping yes. them. And mm-hmm. the, because the mother was in such agony over the death of her child, the ghost resurrected him. And mm-hmm. it was it wasn't like a it wasn't like a a a, to, a, a baby. It was like a toddler. Like a he toddler. Was probably, he was probably like four yeah. or five. I I get the feeling. Um, 
Never, never specifically said, and they okay. never said names. But then what happened is through the course of the uh, the later like months or years or whatever, the mother dies, and then the father in grief runs to try to help her, and then he dies because the fallen basically kill both of them. So the ghost. Well, it's like really bas- morbid, basically, no, no, it's basically it's an old it's an old military trick where you would snipe someone and you shoot them in the gut and then use them as bait to have other people come out. Oh, that's OK. That's what happened. That's um, but like, I mean, we never, it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't like specifically called out that that's what happened. But that's definitely what I kind of got the feeling was they were using her as bait. That's an interpretation. Um, and. It's not an uncommon tactic either, so it's not. I mean, like for me, it's not like far out of the realm of possibility. But anyways, so baby. the the baby is now the toddler is now parentless, and the mm-hmm. ghost, in order to save all of the people, has to abandon them and lead the fallen away. And so he leaves this he leaves this child in the care of this group of people. Who there's just this group of people, so they would have a second father at this point. Um, and the child is adopted like by another another couple who adopts him and so they he leaves them and then the ghost is destroyed so the ghost actually dies trying to save this group of people um and it never gets a chance to come back to to the child so then we we fast forward to the story of Palamon where we find Shin who is with an adopted father he calls out the fact that his one of his earliest memories is a spark of light hovering above him and mm-hmm. like there's there's just tons of connections here. And then we go on and you find out that he refers to Jaren as his third father. So yeah. that I mean there's the connection there. And then also Jaren's ghost Hashtag has third a, daddy. Yeah, well Sorry. and Jaren's ghost also has a weird a weird connection with Shin. And yeah, that would be that's so, again that's what I learned recently. Right. And so there's there's a there's a point here where you can argue that if the process of resurrection is just a matter of energy dispersal, the ghost might only have the charge to fully resurrect one person, yeah. but that doesn't mean that another ghost can't heal another guardian. So That's Jaren's- actually what I've seen a lot of people talk about, is that Shin's ghost currently can heal him, but not from death. So if Shin well, no, actually but I mean, dies- he could, he could resurrect him, he just can't do a true resurrection. So there's like the first resurrection. Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely probably identifying my D and D ness there because mm-hmm. like, you know, a phylactery doesn't need to do like once, once the, the power has been can, a phylactery is, it's a lich. It's uh so what it, what it basically is, is it's, it's the fantasy equivalent of the oversoul from destiny. A lich okay, will but, commonly, and this is just D and D, but in from D and D. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. it it is and it isn't. You have revenants in actual mythology that have phylacteries as well. Um, oh, okay. But the concept is I basically uh, they will take. Usually, it's portrayed as the heart or the brain, whatever that particular culture views as the seat of the soul. They'll take that organ and put it within a jar, and then hide that jar off their person, which basically renders them into a true immortal. Because until you can destroy that item, they can't die. And so with revenants in actual mythology or, you know, liches in D&D, they are literally undead and you cannot destroy them unless you can find their phylactery and and destroy the phylactery, which is also usually very heavily protected, you know, and all this other stuff. So the ghost, the ghost is the equivalent for a guardian. 
and as long and that's why when when you see like the um the instances of like Felwinter and Satan you know when Felwinter shotguns mm. Satan's ghost he is effectively permanently killing him it is a true second Cade. death Cade yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's right Cade. Cade Cade would be the, the more obvious the rifleman the rifleman shoots yep. the ghost and the rifleman has a history of shooting ghosts um Ada has a history of shooting ghosts the mm-hmm. weapon that you mm-hmm. see in the black armory is actually that's the the comment that she makes about that, that is the rifle that she used to kill to, well, shoot two ghosts. We don't know for sure that she killed them. That's a whole nother theory. She shot I... them in protection of her mother. Right. Yeah. Can I make an aside? Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't like that Ada likes us in any capacity in the story. It. Like, like I don't Ada's, like that she's just so Ada's... like wishy-washy and also willing to forget. Like, I get that we do stuff for her and I get that we like complete these tasks or whatever but i still i'm not on board with the idea that she's you have to you also have to view ada as a child um that is ada ada Mm -hmm. is arguably locked at the age of like probably eight or ten is that how that works until we until no um, well i guess until until you got the obsidian yeah yeah the obsidian accelerator or whatever it's called yeah because having such strong trauma attached to like like well but to be fair yeah light bearers did i guess right too oh yeah 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 it's you know what i mean like that's just that's really interesting to me that she i I don't know i think that's just a personal thing thing for me but that makes it okay for me is the fact that we bring her that token right like we get Mm -hmm. the thing from was it spider Mm -hmm. initially yeah Mm -hmm. so um spider deems us trustworthy enough to be able to work with us which is essentially what i'm how i'm viewing that and And she trusts Ada Spider has trust. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. They're business partners. They've worked together. Well, yeah. But I mean, like, Spider Well, has... again, because there's that, that really emotional thing, regardless of, like, business well, associate sort she's of... She's not happy about it when it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She goes, I see. Mm-hmm. That snarky little bit. Yeah. And but... she's, still, she's still snarky to us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I, I like, yeah. actually. But to go back... Uh, to Shin. But again, it um, doesn't feel consistent in her tone, I guess, is what yeah. I mean. Because like, mm-hmm. there are times when she's like, oh, thank you. Blah, blah. And it's very like saccharine and genuine. And then it's just like right back to like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And that could have been a directing choice, to Maybe. be honest. It could be. And I'm not, I'm not going to say it's terrible. I just, I just would like it if she hated us all the time. And I know that sounds <laughs> <laughs> Just be consistent. It feels, yeah. it feels here's, genuine. Because here's the thing. Like, you go around everywhere. And this is what I really like about forsaken where it's like mm, guardian are you really like the hero that you think you are uh, i i like the idea that like there's more people out in the universe npcs whatever what mm-hmm. have you that are like mm, don't really approve of uh, what you got going on there or, like your presence doesn't <laughs> really please well, me instead of just everybody being like you're the hero we're so happy you're here and that you exist and that you've graced us with your presence like i i don't like that it's it doesn't mm-hmm. feel i don't know to be I mean, fair, not though, everybody's that's not grateful that, of us. I was about to say that's that, that that's a true. that's a I mean that's back in Vanilla Destiny. You had comments from yeah. the Seraph Armor where the citizens had problems with guardians. I mean Hawthorne is a clear example. Yeah, Hawthorne's a good example of that. Not and citizens then, I mean, in the tower still don't like. But it. I mean, like what I'm saying is like completely polarized to the opposite end, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I would like more of that. I guess like really in your face like you have to confront like that sort of thing more realistic yeah 
instead of just everyone being. But like, because because the core of the story again was for so long that you are the good one. You are doing all these great heroes. Congratulations, blah blah blah. blah. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have my own headcanon about my <laughs> character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like, I mean, and that's not. Can. And to to be clear, there too. Also, you know, guardians weren't always good. Like you have the risen, you had the warlords. The risen, yeah. Um, even, even within the city age, there are the sunbreakers. There are, you know, there are, there are rogue light bearers, if you will, the drifter, Shen, all of those are characters who are Osiris, uh, who are actively, you know, choosing to go against the prescribed, uh, path that has been laid out to them. And again, those, they are, they are all like NPCs and things we see out in the world. I I guess I just mean from the perspective of your guardian. Right, right. right. Which I mean... Yeah, because it is hard when you're like when an MMO tells you you are the protagonist of the story. Obviously, you're going to like have a lot of that. You're the hero, blah, 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 et cetera, so on and so forth. But like Asher is pretty snarky to me. I mean, I didn't hear him say a single nice thing to me until I put on a freaking warlock. I'm like, (laughs) you are a jerk. I'm like, I'm not a woken too. You should be nice to me. Nope. Not until I'm a warlock. Nope. Yeah, he's snarky, and I actually avoid him because of it. Um, Zavala, I avoid too, but that's for personal personal reasons. I just don't like how he treats a lot of us. But you know, that's just me. Well, the same pins pins has the same approach with Mara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pins and I go round and round about that because I'm a pretty big fan of Mara. Mm-hmm. What you are? Oh, <laughs> Can I? Say something maybe a little bit controversial. I, again, I feel like I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to keep reiterating that. Um, I think it's really telling how a lot of people who I've seen in the past be really into like villainous characters mm-hmm. and like like really, really, really stand like villains, like, you know, really well-written dude villains. I'm going to say this. Um, and then like be really quick to hop on Mars evil. I hate her bandwagon stuff. Do you, do you I, get what I'm saying? Yeah, actually, like, that's I really interesting to me. Seth and Dickinson even tweeted about this essentially recently. Yep. Did he? Yeah, yeah because he posted. God, that was it was painful. Not it not was. Seth. Seth what not happened? Seth. Not, not Seth. The, just comments the comments back to him. So were just what ridiculous. he essentially Seth wrote um, both the books for Books of Sorrow mm-hmm. and the Marasena. So the tweet that he put out was essentially um, that everybody got real excited, thinks that Orcs is amazing. This this character, mm-hmm. just like everybody loves it, even though the character essentially is. Do you have the exact tweet, Blue? I you, don't. You, it was on Tumblr. It wasn't a tweet. Okay. That's why I but, don't uh, know. I don't have the actual thing. I actually I got involved in a conversation. I got in a conversation with someone who was on it. And I was like, right. and okay. that's why I don't go there is because it was, it was yeah. just, it got, it got bad. It got pretty heated, but they were essentially saying that the writing for Oryx was totally fine. Even though Oryx essentially has led his people to um, like sacrificing them over and over. And also, just also Oryx is like literally genocidal, right? I'm not making that up. Well, the hive I mean, in general. The hive are, in general. Well, I mean, the hive are, but like, yeah. he, he yeah, is orcs. like the figurehead of that. So, like, so, no, there is, I mean, there's depth there as well, but yes. Well, yeah. Yes. At this, I, I, at this point, at the point that, that right, no, 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 no. At the point, yeah. At the point that we encounter Oryx, yes, he is the, mm-hmm. he is the full evilness yeah. of the Taken King. As we see him, as he's, as we interact with him, I guess. Right. right? 
and the thing with what Seth said is that um, it was really telling of the culture in that the culture of gaming and the culture of people absorbing the game in that everybody got real mad at Mara. Yeah. Even- <laughs> well, people like I'm all for being like, like again, I'm so neutral about Mara and like the Awoken. They're not really my jam, I guess. I, I, I can't really explain it uh, any other way. Totally that, just, I find like, them, right? yeah. But again, to me, it's like, <sighs> I'm glad somebody else has said this because I've been thinking this for a while and I've like had private discussions about it to where like people were ready to, on Mara before we knew what Forsaken was even about. Mm-hmm. Right? Before we knew that she was like really actually, you know, manipulating Aldrin and doing all this stuff, people were like, oh, she's the bad guy. Oh, she's, you know, and I don't it, think she's responsible for Aldrin's like blood, like before we even knew. And it, that was like really interesting to me too, because I, I was like, mm. I don't think that it's unreasonable to consider Mara um, incredibly manipulative and no. uses people just for her own game. Not at all. But the but when you compare that, it to the way people react to male villains. And I don't know if that's legit, what's everybody's, what's happening. It's the... Not with everybody, no. I'm a just... Lot, a I've lot seen of it with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is interesting to see the dynamic between the two. Yeah. Yeah, again, I'm not, I'm not accusing everybody of this. Like, if you hate Mara... What I'm saying is that, like, I have directly seen people who are just, like, they just really love bad guys. But then, like, Mara comes around and they're like, mm, you know. And it could just to challenge that, be the methodology. Well, I was could about be. to say, to challenge that, though, it, that, that might mm-hmm. be, too, the case that Mara is a abnormal. I would hesitate to even call her a villain. I can see her maybe as an antagonistic figure. Yeah. But to say that she is a... Uh, a villain or a bad bad guy or you know whatever term I want to use there I think yeah. is I mean I I feel like I say this a lot is it's it's, it's a gross oversimplification of purpose within the no story. I would agree but I, I think would that agree, might again, that might it's, be it's where people the relegating her to that sort of well and I think that might be so and I've made this comment before um, is I think that might be the uh, conflagration of the audiences that are involved here because a mm-hmm. lot of people who are more familiar with an MMO or with a RPG uh, are um, are not going to shy away from complex characters who might not be yeah. all that you see on the surface. Whereas <clears throat> a group of uh, first-person shooters, first-person shooters have been, you know, and this isn't saying anything against people who play first-person shooters, FPSs have been trained for the longest time to be very linear. They're very black and white as yeah. far as storytelling goes. They're, we're not used to having to to parse apart, you know, tease apart different nuances within a first person shooter for the most part. Oh, for sure. No, I totally agree with and you. And so on that. when you when you sit down with a first person shooter and you have a character who really, really would do justice in a in any like strong RPG or MMO like Mara mm-hmm. or Toland mm-hmm. or any of these characters, I think that there's a there's a disconnect in the in the expectations going into it it's like if i pick up a drink yeah. and i'm expecting iced tea and it's dr pepper i well, like both black of, and white i i like both of those too. liquids and again, but no, when I, I, I drink it yeah. it's gonna be like i'm gonna probably throw up because i wasn't you know you're not it's just the the uh the preconceived expectation yeah is all i, I might might no, be no. an excuse or an explanation of where some of that I mean, hostility in comes general. From, yeah, is like I, I understand needed, that, but... but again, for me, my where I take issue with it is from the same people who, like, you know, are familiar with complex 
mm-hmm. antagonistic villainous characters, obviously, very obviously through, you know, whatever they talk about on social media or like, you know, just what they're obviously interested in. And if I followed them for a long time and then just turning it around and their reaction tomorrow just being so weirdly out of line with all of that, like, again, I think it goes back to what, um, who tweeted that, the stuff about Oryx? Did you say? Seth. Or Seth. Seth. Posted about it. Um, yeah. Again, that's that's where, that's where I'm just like, that just is so ugh, to me. Like, again, people can like whatever they want to like and they can have opinions about whatever they want to have opinions about. But from that perspective, just that one singular perspective, not, you know, I'm not familiar with complex characters and in, 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 in an FPS game. Just that one very like narrow way of looking at it. That's where I'm like, ah, it's mm-hmm. frustrating to see. Oh, yeah. It's I, hard I mean, to oh, walk it definitely in the shoes is of others. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and that's and that's where sometimes... I don't. And I don't mean to sound too preachy, too, either. Right? Oh no, like, no. I mean, I think the other I thing just... too is a lot of people play video games to to escape reality. So nuance, yeah. nuance things like that. You know, there's there's a lot of um, push back uh, against it because well, it's, you have, it's, well, you have to want to engage with it too. Like, right. there's a lot yeah. of barrier in, to entry. You, like, especially in the lore in this game, even though we have access to it in in game now. You have to sit down and read a lot to understand mm. these characters. I mean, look how little I know. Well, it, that's and how much I still care about the setting and the environment and the story that I am like directly. Right. Like you, you I still don't... get a little no. bit um, from the game. You learn about these characters from the game. You learned about um, Drifter through some of the different strikes, not just through the Gambit run or whatnot, or when you're doing the Gambit missions. But yeah, it's just one yeah. of those. It's just one of those things where you have to want to engage with it. And if you're only seeing it from the surface, you're not going to have the appreciation. Sorry. Anyway, I, I wish I could articulate better about the way I feel about things. Again, I just take everything I say like this is to anybody who hears this, I guess, worth like, you know, I'm not going to say undervalue my opinion or whatever. Like, be self-deprecating about it but again well, but I, just... I mean but but view it as an opinion right i mean and that's yeah, the thing right. it's like at the end of the day <laughs> please don't attack me um, <laughs> no 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 yeah i no, i'm not. i'm i just have a lot of my thoughts maybe aren't as i guess cohesive as they could be but i i still i don't know i kind of just watch things happen from like a quiet corner <laughs> where i don't say anything <laughs> and so i just kind of sit alone with how I feel well, about and it's and it's um, not it's not to say that those those situations aren't you know occurring because they definitely are. It's just you know I would I just kind of push back and challenge you know is it again in the same defense that I would not oversimplify who they are judging. Don't oversimplify you know don't oversimplify them in response. And no, I and again, that, like I say, a lot of people who don't like Mara, it comes from. I mean, there's a number of reasons why you can have a negative reaction to i guess the way a character is presented to you and mm-hmm. i'm not trying to say like i mean i strongly uh, dislike toland <laughs> what you love toland yeah i, oh, I so so um, hate that character. but no again i just i wish like it's it's just the one that one it's consistency yeah. in how you treat characters is what you yeah or like just Based on why you like, I challenge people to analyze like why they feel a certain way. Yes, 
about be, things that they do and be able to articulate why you dislike the character instead of just saying you dislike them when it comes and like, out is it, is it coming from a place of like, I just, I don't understand the nuance of this character. I don't understand or respond well to, you know, like certain aspects of this character or like, like if you self-examine yourself, sometimes you can be like, Oh, maybe, maybe like that is mm. like a little bit problematic of me, like the way I feel about something. And that's okay. <laughs> to admit that to yourself, I think it's like I know I've grown a lot from that. It doesn't make you a bad person, right? Mm-mm. But yeah, it's it's just again treat characters consistently, regardless of you know their gender, or whatever. Like look, really look at why you're doing that. I guess I sound crazy right now. <laughs> I'm so rambly, <laughs> but nah. yeah. Does that make sense? Is that fair? Oh yeah, no, I say? think it's fair. Okay. I think because that's I think, literally my only point. Right, 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 and I think that's the thing is like I, I, I wholeheartedly, and I think that's green. I say I think that's kind of what you're saying too is like be able to articulate more than I don't like them. You know, like right. you got you have to have like, don't don't just well, gut, gut like, react. You don't you don't have to have to. I'm not saying either that you like. You have to have an explanation for yourself for yourself. But if you're like really going to go to bat against character, no why? why? <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? I mean, Penn's like, and if I you're have really actually... gonna be outraged like very visibly, very audibly on the internet if you're gonna rant about something a lot. Like like why Where I think that's from? just that's just good practice in general when you're on yeah. the internet ranting about things, know why you're doing it. But yeah. know where I... internally that kinda comes from. The I'm whole... not calling every Mara hater like a misogynistic I'm just like, again, I don't really care about Mara. <laughs> it's just whatever to me. I don't, I don't give a if you don't like a character in a video game, but it's, it's just complicated. It's, it's, I can't. I mean, that's, and that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. That is the yeah. beauty of a game like this, where you have all these different characters with all sorts of weird and crazy relationships to each other. Yeah. The interconnectedness of every, I guess, everything in this story I mean, is, it's we incredible. Got, uh-huh. We got the Mara connecting with the Exo Stranger just last mm-hmm. week. So that's a new one. Yeah. I feel like the whole crazy man with a wall full of pens and papers that are connected like, by red string. From It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Charlie Kelly. What do you yeah. <laughs> The Pepe Sylvia. Like all the phrases. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's know, a there's oh a bife video or bife um, image <laughs> that somebody did. Of oh, that where he's the warlock. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. Oh, so I love that. I, it really, if you start tying in all the connections between the characters and the relationships to each other, there are so many that crisscross that it's, it looks like one of those boards. I actually kind of want to make, make my one do it. Yeah. That'd be really, th- that would be absolutely insane, but I support you and I think it would look cool. So, you know, that might be some a project before we move. That's that last, I have three weeks, three weeks. Maybe you should want to do it after you. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> Prep take work you a we'll while. Do work first. Yeah, just draft it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we've covered a, at least a lot of different types of relationships and characters with those relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you have any others that you want to touch on, Moon or Blue? Um, sorry, I'm digging through my brain right now. Mm-hmm. That's why I posted on Twitter. Tell me what your favorite Destiny couple is, because I was like, I know I'm going to forget some. What are some other weird ones that were in there? Did you read uh, all of the weird ones? Or were there I mean, weird ones? Yeah, I mean, there was tons of weird ones, but it I was... I want to hear the weird they ones. Weren't, I they weren't, like, legit ones. I want to hear the weird ones. Um, She's like, oh! I, I want to hear the weird ones. I just hear the little hands clapping. 
Uh-huh. I want uh, to hear them. Saladin and Ikora was a weird one. I never considered that. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, they're both but, old, I guess. But why? I, it was like a random Yeah, like ship. there's the but why. Um, Saladin and Ephrodite, I think, is an interesting relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. I Yeah. I think there would be a... Yeah. I had... Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Rasputin and anybody who can, talks to him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because he would Me just too, yell dude. at them. Me too, dude. <laughs> In Russia. Uh, yes. Hatch. I mean, is it though? Corporeal it, it, robot. It, <laughs> that's that's my jam, dude. I'm telling you. Know. So so Rasputin and Failsafe was on that list then. Oh God. Go. No one's even mentioned Failsafe. <laughs> Failsafe really? and failsafe, honestly. Yeah, no one's mentioned them. Hmm. That's kind of uh, weird. Yeah. And I have like, what, 20 comments now on here. Shax and Hawthorne was a weird one. That's, hmm, okay. Oh, Nadia and Sh- uh, Shinobu may not be canon, but this guy ships it. That one was an interesting one. Fair enough. Uh, I support it. A lot of people were like, my character in this character. That's not so how like shipping works. Oh, I know. It's like you don't, you don't my, listen to him. Ship ship your OCs with canon characters. Do it. If it makes yeah. you happy, do it. Oh right. yeah, no, no. It's just I know, I'm just teasing you. I'm like, no, Man, I am it, such an asshole. The logic, this episode. The I am logic so does not work yeah. that way. But Bell belligerent jerk. Belle is so adamant about shipping with herself with Amanda Holiday right now. She's I mean, valid. I mean, she is. She is the most right? valid person to have ever lived on this earth. Yeah, Please I tell her that. Don't. I don't know if I have too much argument there because you know it's it's Amanda, mm-hmm. and all we need to do. Where's Justin when we need someone to sing Amanda's praises? Oh, God, who else? Uh, I'm digging through. Let's see. There's a lot of them we've already talked about. Mara Shax, Mara and Jur, Ariana. And <laughs> I remember this one. <laughs> I think that was Kate wasn't that a uh, wasn't that a bad destiny comic? Which one? Zur and who? The Zur, just just Zur and general. Oh, oh Zur, Zur. Like, yeah. Tentacle oh, face? sure. You're talking sure. I thought you were saying yeah. Zur. I thought you were saying something weird and I whatever. Anyways, Zur, tentacle face. Wasn't Anybody he... matched up with him would be weird. Well, yeah, but wasn't there Zur, a bad... no exotics? Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> I mean. <laughs> He's a, Zer's going he's to a, the if he's a he's a triple X kind of guy. Yeah, he's where he, like it's a it's a walking stool, right? I could Isn't say something, but I'm not uh-huh, going. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Hey, uh, I can I can edit. I I, I got post editing capability. I got- no, we're good. We're good. Moving on. What were some other? <laughs> Eris and any dark. Uh, it looks like protagonist is what they meant, but proclamations is what they said. <laughs> Both work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maya and Chioma. Mm-hmm. Tolan and Petra was a weird one. But why? Uh, okay, but I can. Why? I can, what about Tolan no, and Eris? I, I mean, like, yeah, that's another one. That it's like, <laughs> Tolan is at I can, least in the I can dreaming see city. It, I can see it, but I don't want to because. Purely on the basis that they're just hive related. Like, that's... Well, that, that, and I've always, like, Tolan's always, like, the creepy uncle dude. So it's like anytime it gets. Yes. Anytime he's got the panel van that he drives around in the Dreaming City, he's like, "I got oh, candy, weird. I got candy. Come, come, join me!" Like, oh my god, totally I about to just... spit my coffee out. 
you know it's true. Uh, search your search your heart. You know it's true. He would totally Tolan be. The, he would totally mess. be. He would totally be the guy with. The oh, you know what I hate. Van. You know what I hate and do not support. Hmm. When people ship the Drifter and Shin Malfer, no, stop. <laughs> I hate it and stop. But but, but there's actual lore, there's lore that they're working together. I don't support them being shipped together. <laughs> well then, that's great, but, Green. I but, don't care. Okay. okay, you can support whatever you want, but the, there's always a group out there that is going to ship like two incredibly. I know. Hate ships are a thing. Yeah, I, I understand mean, that, but that doesn't uh, mean I have to support it. That's or like, totally fine. Or uh, be okay with it. I'm not okay with it. Okay, that is totally fine. I love how she's like <laughs> breaking down at this point. I don't want I it. It's not okay. <laughs> don't make me see it. My uh, brain hurts. Uh, in all reality, like do whatever you want. Like yeah. I, it's it just makes me go ugh. Mm-hmm. Things that make you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Ooh. one of them for me. Uh, Osiris and Lore was the last one. Osiris and Lore. I saw that one. Osiris and who? Lore in general. <laughs> oh, he's in love with his books. I mean, they're not wrong, right? Uh, do we have any like? confirmed asexuals in the game we've talked about a lot no, of different we should. asher would asher be though you think asher's know. ace and he could be i think asher is Again, so obsessed with it. like not dying at the moment that he's pretty much right. I, sh- I ship asher with maybe finding happiness That's- yeah I like, ship- let's let's go with so- I, I'm, like i feel bad doing anything with asher because it's like you 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 need you need someone to care for you. <laughs> you have a lot of unresolved trauma, my guy. Um, I ship Asher and failsafe. That's interesting. Oh, what's even funnier is the actual interaction that they have with failsafe mm-hmm. singing. Singing, <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. "Shut up!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's part of the reason why, because I just think that's funny. It's not a real ship. He's please like, don't make it a real ship. Nobody, it. don't do it. Please. Don't make it. Don't make that. <laughs> Oh gosh! Uh, we should I have can't... Ace characters. Hey Bungie! I... Hey guys, writers, mm-hmm. please. Ace representation is important. And there may be actual Ace characters in there. We just don't know because there's not been any reason to talk about it yet. To talk about it, yeah. That's that's like from like the really removed, like I guess way grimoire is written, mm-hmm. or like kind of the ephemeral way it's written. Mm-hmm. I personally don't know how that would be incorporated, but I'm sure there's a way to do it somehow. I mean, they've um, incorporated quite a few different types of relationships and sexualities yeah. at this point. Well, and I think that goes definitely. Back to yeah, like I think I think that would be cool. I th- original questions too, right? Because if frames are technically capable of being independent, then mm-hmm. you could potentially have some characters there that it would make perfect sense. Like it, it's like you know, it would just it, that would actually make sense because there is nothing. You know who I think is. Hmm. Possibly Ace. Hmm. What's the dead orbit's guy name? J- uh, Jalal. Jalal. He's got a family. Does he really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure he's the one. Has, uh, You're the only one who's hung out around him. Well, I don't know if Moon has. I never hang around him. <laughs> I call him Space Jack White because he's got like that really straight <laughs> black greasy hair. That's what everybody and, in my clan little, calls him. The chin, the chin beard thing going on. Yeah, yeah, the little goatee sort of. Yep, that's that's. <laughs> Jack White. I'm using that. <laughs> Space Jack White. Uh, oh, I think we've kind of. I mean, I'm sure we haven't covered them all, but I think we've kind of exhausted our list at the moment. Fair enough. Blue. Do we want to kind of wrap up things a little bit? Or yeah, yeah. So I guess real quick, um, for those who 
who don't know where they can find you, Moon, where 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 do you want us to send everybody? <laughs> Again, I just I feel like such a jerk. I don't know. I'm, I I always feel bad when I'm loud and the way I don't, feel about don't stuff be. like this. Um, but you can find me on Twitter and Twitch, just Moonvald Instagram. Planet Destiny? Are you still there? Yeah. <laughs> that's a Somewhere. that's a place. That's a place that you're at. Definitely. Um no. Yeah. But that's basically every piece of social media that I have involved. That's where you can nice. find me. Nice, nice. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Of course. Thank you. Yes. Anytime. We've been talking about doing this for what, two years now? I know we've have done we? it talked about it at least well Moon and I have. I mentioned oh, it to her. I was like, like a I'm year like, and a half we have? <laughs> I, I did not yeah, I'm I to, didn't I was, know that. Silence. And I was then, trying to track back the time in my head when we and, talked. Yeah, and then we like I brought it up again a couple months ago and we set this whole thing up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I hope it was worth it. I think so. <laughs> okay, good. I've oh, been man. wanting to talk about the couples and relationships in the game for freaking ever. Well, and it's an important. Was it satisfactory? Because <laughs> again, I I just don't know a whole lot. But well, I but I think the right. other thing too is that it 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 shows also you know again the di- the not just the diversity of the game and the story, but also how that can transcend into opening up the conversation from real real situations. Right? You guys, yeah. you 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 mm-hmm. both have you both said that quite you know quite often is that this is is you know it's really cool seeing the the particular presentation in destiny is not the norm for games which is there's a lot in destiny that's not the norm for games to be fair but i think being actually in full armor sorry i'm trying to not i'm trying to not deviate into the response that i sent you the last time this this comment came up um the uh but i think the thing is is like destiny this this goes to show how a game can open up conversation about real life and about like reality yeah. and how things that goes into, you know, I, I did, I definitely think that as you know, if it's uncomfortable or whatever, I think that a game is, is a very good medium in which to discuss those topics because it's, it's like, it's like role playing, right? If you, if you tabletop, yeah, it's interactive, play. it's interactive, Directly. it's like a one-to-one, mm-hmm. but you also get the shield of, Oh, it's not my care. It's not me that's doing these things, you know? And you see, mm-hmm. you see a dark side to that sometimes, but the uh, the bright side is that you get to explore concepts that might not necessarily yes. be um, you comfortable get to be for a space you in cowboy ninja gunslinging, yeah. you know, fantasy thing, but like also affected by things that regular normal human beings are affected by, mm-hmm. and that's where you can relate to it, mm-hmm. right? I think that's really- so. Uh, Green, do you have any shout outs for us? Uh, since we've only had a few days, I was about to say, not, you know, it's been kind of short, uh, not so much right now. A shout out to the RP community, I guess is going to be my shout out because, oh man, they're wild. I love them. Yeah. I'm actually part of it now. Um, yeah, I'm making that announcement officially. Uh, I play Pets Revenge on Twitter or at least one of them. So if you are ever interested in doing any sort of like role playing and stuff like that and discussing some of these topics, because we go into this kind of stuff all the time in our RPs. Can I plug something really quick? Totally. I mentioned Dungeons and Destiny earlier. Yay. And I feel like that kind of correlates with this. If you don't know, look up Dungeons and Destiny or uh, what is the website? Let me look real quick to make sure I don't mess this up. Uh, DN Destiny Project. So that's DN, it's you know. With letter it, n yeah dot com if you want to know everything about it 
And it um, has but it's a, a tabletop PDF. RPG. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a tabletop RPG based on D and D five E. Um, but mm-hmm. it's set in the world of Destiny. But yeah, no, I that's that's the reason I'm t- like I'm sorry. I'll stop so we can no, like wrap totally. it up. That's what this finally. is for. Um, but uh. Like if you like role playing and if you like the lore and if you like the story and you want to explore it in a different way and in a medium that is you know really expansive and lets you have like a lot of room for storytelling and kind of plugging your own ideas into this really beautiful universe um, of Destiny, I think that D and Destiny is a really cool way to do that, and that's why I'm such an advocate for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed the campaigns that I've done so far. Because I I just love this universe so much, and anything that allows me to, you know, really just get into more mm-hmm. as much as I possibly can, you know, I I that's will never shut I up. About it. No, that's <laughs> so, how I feel about my play by post. I love, love it. it. Love it. Anyway, sorry. Dude. All right. Well, we appreciate everyone, and oh, I don't even know how to close this out. So we'll just see. We'll you. say see. Thank you to Moon, and then we'll see you guys next time. Yep. Thank you to Moon, and we'll see you again next time. Good right? job. Isn't that yeah. what I was supposed to do? <laughs> you did it. High five. Yay.